What's up, everybody? This is Matt and Dara, and we're here with another episode of the He Said, We Said podcast. With uh, We're doing the Chosen Devotional, 40 Days with Jesus, and today's topic is all y'all. So we're going <laughs> to dig in on that. Uh, if it's your first time listening, thanks. We love you and appreciate you. If it's your what episode? If it's your 22nd time listening, <laughs> thank you. We love you, too. Uh, here's how the show goes. Each week, we take turns uh, with one of us reading... This little page and a half from The Chosen Devotional, we talk about the questions that are in there. We're not affiliated with The Chosen. We sure like to be because they're awesome and we love it. Uh, And if you haven't seen it, head over to the App Store on your phone, download The Chosen app, and uh, give generously so they can continue to share the love of Jesus Christ through the stories they tell. Mm -hmm. Without further ado, oh, I'm going to say at the beginning. Okay. uh, If you need prayer, send an email to support at he said, we said, contact it's a long one. We'll have to get a shorter one. At gmail.com. He said we said contact at gmail.com. And if you've got questions like, about the... you just said support at... Oh, did I? You did. Yeah, well, I said it wrong. So uh, <laughs> for those of you listening to the audio version, it's not getting cut out. But those of you in the video version, uh, I'll snip that out probably. Uh, no, I won't. He said we said contact at gmail.com. There you go. Send us an email. Uh, we'd be more than happy to um, be praying for you. And if you need a Bible... Yes. If you're going, uh, I'll listen to this Jesus stuff these weird people are talking about, but I don't even have a Bible. Uh, you can download, but I mean, I thought people like Jesus were weird. So there's so many things were weirdos. Um, they're wrong, but no, I'm just kidding. We're a little weird. But listen, uh, you can always download one for free on your phone. But you know what? If, if, if you don't, if you actually want a Bible you can hold in your hand, uh, drop us an email. Let us know. We'll, uh, we'll, yes. we'll send you one. You just drop us an email with your name, address, uh, and we'll, we'll send you a Bible. So that's it. Right? That's all the good stuff to cover at the beginning. And now we're going to start the podcast. And it's Dara's week to read. Oh. Okay, day 22. All y'all. I feel like with us moving to the south, you need to be better at saying y'all. Now. <laughs> I probably All do. y'all. We all don't y'all. read to all y'all. All y'all. <laughs> My California roots are showing when I can't say this correctly. I know. I, I feel like I sound like... Uh, D- Daryl Crow, when I say that, Michael Rappaport's character in the show uh, Justified, featuring Timothy Oliphant. For those of you that have no idea what I'm talking about, because it has nothing to do with Jesus. <laughs> but now we're really going to talk about Jesus. Okay, and the Pharisees and their scribe grumbled as his disi- at his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus answered them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Luke 5, 30 through 32. To grumble not at Jesus, but at his disciples. What a passive aggressive way for the Pharisees and the scribes to behave. They had the legal authority and personalities to chastise Jesus. Instead, they directed their challenge to the ones they were insulting. And I imagine this ragtag dinner party had no idea how to respond. And all of it was so new. They just met Jesus. So while they were thinking he was maybe the long-awaited Messiah, they couldn't have been 100% sure. Not to mention that they were in fact hanging out with society's most despised. A category that included a few of them. Certainly the Pharisees' questions had crossed the minds of everyone sitting at the table. I bet they leaned in to hear Jesus' response. He had recently gained a lot of notoriety. People were traveling from Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem to hear him preach and to see him heal. No doubt the presumption, the assumption of the religious leaders was that he'd be impressed 
impressive, that he'd look and behave like them, like someone worthy of the reports they were getting. On the contrary, instead, they found a normal-looking guy hanging out with normal people doing normal people things, like eating, that is, when he wasn't casting out demons and making blind men see. Luke 5.29 says that Jesus was reclining at the table with them. He was relaxed, shooting the breeze. He was getting to know them, and they him. When the Pharisees showed up at Matthew's house uninvited. I wonder if they rang the doorbell before barging in. I wonder if they stood in the corner whispering like middle school girls. I wonder if they grumbled loudly but <laughs> pretended Jesus couldn't hear them from three feet away. Hold on. <clears throat> I just have to say something on there. Two things. One, uh, as a former middle school boy, I can vouch that uh, we boys also stood in the corner <laughs> grumbling and whispering. And two, if you have not yet watched the Chosen series, this is one of the best scenes yes. in the series at Matthew's house. That just made me think of it. I was like, oh, I love that. Yeah, was. When Jesus was like, oh, we're having a party. <laughs> and it's at your house. Kind yeah, of it's, it, it's amazing. <laughs> Go watch it. Okay, sorry. I wonder if they came prepared with specific questions, but changed course when they saw Jesus with a riffraff. I wonder if anyone at the table was offended by their question or if they were too used to being hated and judged to care. Mm. I wonder if the Pharisees' questions endeared the insulted guest to Jesus all the more. Surely his answer did. I see your passive-aggressive indirect question and I'll raise you with an indirect statement of my own. I'm calling sinners to repentance, not the righteous. Hmm. Well, his answer was to shut them up, which was no doubt fun for the spectators. I have a feeling the, ro- the Pharisees sensed the meaning of <coughs> Romans 3, 10 through 12. None is righteous. None. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good. No, not one. Perhaps a more direct response would have been, I'm hanging out with the people who know they need me. I don't hang out with people who are too self-righteous to know they need me, but you do need me. All y'all desperately do. And before the questions, real quick on that last part, for those of you that are, are um, listening to the show, uh, don't get confused. When when this says, because I think it's really important, when it says, um, I have a feeling the Pharisees sensed the meaning of Romans, the meaning of. Obviously, Romans wasn't written. When this had happened, Romans was written after the fact. So if you watch this and then you start reading your Bible and you're like, wait a minute, the Pharisees wouldn't have known Romans because it, it wasn't written yet. It's the feeling is what the devotional says. Meaning at that moment, they wonder, did they know in their heart like, oh, he's he's reminding us nobody's worthy. Yeah. So I just wanted to point that out because I know <clears throat> there's stuff that when I, like I had heard things said, by people where they were implying something when I was first starting my faith journey and then I started studying the scripture and I'm like no they're way off because I thought what they were saying was literal gotcha. so I just wanted to clarify so prayer focus and we're going to stop and pray for a moment but thank God for offering health for, for your own sin sickness and ask him to give you the same soft toward heart the sick that Christ had right on <clears throat> so if you're driving uh if you don't know how to pray, the cool part is uh, prayer is just a conversation with God, which means it can happen with your eyes open or closed. However, you feel the most comfortable talking to God to remove other distractions from you, unless you're driving. Then God wants you to talk with your eyes open. He didn't need to send me a text to tell me that. Also, uh, don't text while you're driving since I said text. But we're going to pray with you now, and then we're going to get into the questions. So let's do this. God, we thank you so much for offering health for our sin sickness. Thank you for sending Jesus 
to take that away and to heal us all of that sickness. God, we ask you now in Jesus' name to give us soft hearts toward people who don't know you, God. And we ask you to give us soft hearts toward the people that have spent their life knowing you, but maybe are just getting that self-righteousness like the Pharisees. And we ask God that you keep our hearts soft so that we don't become that way as we journey with you. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Question time. Moving forward. What areas of your what are the areas of your life where you need a physician? Uh, physician in quotes for those listening. Yes. And uh, also, by the way, if you're doing this with a group of people, feel free to pause it, discuss it. But what areas of my life do I need a physician? Like, do I need a some need, f- some fix and yeah. some Jesus? Where do you need Jesus? Where do all y'all need Jesus? <laughs> um, you know what? I <clears throat> I feel like the the constant area that he's been working on, and thankfully he's he's worked in a, a really good way. Well, I, I've responded finally in a better way. It's just the area of my view of um, personal gain and growth, you know, and seeking that. Like, uh, like, listen, I, I and nothing against it. I love motivational stuff. I love Tony Robbins. I love um, inspiring speakers and things mm-hmm. like that. But um, many of them, many people like them because of the messages, you know, you can do and have and get. And uh, and I've spent a lot of years just falling into that like you know believe it and achieve it name it and claim it even when not walking with jesus and uh i think the area that i needed a physician in and i'm i'm thankful that he's shown it to me is that um you know all the motivational cool words in the world aren't what matters it's the heart behind it Mm -hmm. and and trusting god to provide and sometimes god provides some cool stuff like uh pathways that lead to material gain and blessing too and sometimes he provides beautiful things to help us realize that everything we have is a blessing to be appreciated so that's the area i needed a physician that i feel like he's he's been you know pretty much got that healed and uh i do have one area though and that's just like having the the discipline um exercise wise because like Mm. a couple times a week i'll hit it but i don't like i just you know eating good cool uh still losing weight cool uh, but I just don't have that desire and I need a, and I, I've got all the head knowledge in the world, but man, I need a heart change to, to, to just help me stay fired up in that way. So it's not super sick or anything like I'm getting healthier, but I, I definitely could use some help with that <clears throat> discipline wise. What about you, babe? Um, where are you sick and broken? <laughs> <laughs> the truth is a matter of the answer for me to this is I need it and everything I need and I mean if I go and think of because I'm like reflecting on where have I been praying recently and I'm like okay I pray to be a better wife I pray him to help me be a good mom I pray to be a good employee I pray to be a, be able to be a good friend but without and without Jesus without his being my physician, my go-to, my doctor, my the one that I depend on for everything, yeah. I would fail miserably on <clears throat> all of those things. So and good. so what area of my life do I need a physician? I just say my life in general. Yeah, you know, that is such a good point because sometimes like as I feel like, okay, Jesus is, is, has brought healing to me in a certain area, it's like, but if we don't keep going back for that checkup, mm-hmm. you know, the sickness can come back. So in the thinking of a physician, I just, I love how you said in everything because, and for those listening on the podcast, what I whispered was, she's good at all those things. 
she's a good wife and a good mom and works really hard at her job. So I just want to like recognize that because oh, you're awesome. You. Okay, what's next? Where have you been guilty of the Pharisees' judgment here? I, I'm going to tell you right now, I, uh, I don't get that way toward non-believers, but I get very much that way toward, it's just, I know I do. And, and I do pray for God to soften my heart that way because I, I'm doing the same thing just in a different direction. But, um, with people who don't know Jesus, like it is so easy to throw all the grace in the world that direction, but the people that label themselves a Christian so that the, the non-believer in Jesus goes, oh, that's a Jesus representation. And then the person wearing that label goes and craps all over everybody, uh, mistreats people, berates people. Uh, I get like very like, you're a Pharisee, angry. But the reality is in doing that, and I, and I know there's difference between a calling out of a false teacher, right? But these aren't all teachers. There's people trying to do their best too, and and they're doing what they've been taught in their church, and and for whatever reason, uh, in the church they go to, the church building, whatever. But for whatever reason, they think it's okay to be that way. And while it's not, um, I need to have a heart that's like brokenhearted for them being that way, instead of being like, why are you being a dick to people? That's that's really with me. It's it's the people that wear the Christian label but then uh, mistreat the people that don't know Jesus Mm -hmm. or mistreat the person who's on the journey with Jesus and has questions. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, that's where I, that's where I've been very um, judgmental and, and uh, not just in the past. It's something that God's, that is an area where God's working on me, where I need a, where y'all, I need a healing. No, I need a physician in that area because I, I really need to make the shift from, being frustrated with them to be brokenhearted for the fact that they're just so out of whack with that doctrine. Makes sense. What about you? Any area like that where you're judgy? I'm asking, I'm praying, I'm seeking to see if there is, honestly. Well, if you don't have an answer right now, (laughs) that's also honest. Notice just because we follow Jesus doesn't mean we're always going to have answers for the same questions. I think if there's anywhere... No, I can't say I have. Yeah, and, and you're a pretty accepting, non-judgy <laughs> person, to be honest. I have my answer for her. Yeah, that's true. You get you are like the benefit of the doubt giver beyond de- what's deserves in, in I try, I try, a lot yes. of places. I try, and, and originally my thought was I get kind of judgy on people who are taking the lazy way, who are just is taking the lazy way out of something. I get judgy with that a little bit, or when I see, I keep hearing, I know the right things to do, but I'm not doing them. But I, and I want to say, if anything, it would be there, but I'm not because my heart hurts for them. I, I instantly I turn towards prayer, and for them. So yeah. And okay, so the next question. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> who do you know who wouldn't be considered healthy by church leaders, and how can you treat them? Okay. As Jesus treated the sick. So that's a question for you to wrestle with on your own. And we're not going to name names of people. No, of course not. But there is definitely like, you know, there's somebody that is, you know, we interact with about and dialogue about all the time that, um, that is very Instagram Jesus-y, right? Mm -hmm. And, and if looking down, you know, um, 
looking down, looking at that person in their situation. They definitely uh, wouldn't be considered spiritually healthy if, you know, if, the, if like, say, church leaders uh, knew, the, you know, other parts of conversation, let's say. But um, the way we can treat them as Jesus treated the sick is just show grace, be kind when opportunities are there, and follow the word of, you know, you're blessed when you try and make peace. But I, I gotta say, like, our church is pretty, that we attend out here, it's pretty darn loving and awesome. Like, I think, you know, people walk in and they're not walking with God yet or whatever, and it's their first time. Uh, I mean, the only thing that we're, you know, weird them out is people obsessed with, with worship, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't think somebody that's going to walk into the Rock Church in Monroe is going to be like, oh, they're looking down at me and treating me like a, you know, a, a tax collector and a mm-hmm. sinner. Like, somebody wouldn't get that feeling at our church. No, I so, know they wouldn't because... So I, so I say that because yeah. I don't know anybody at our church who's the sick that, you know, like that way. Cause, because people aren't viewed as that they're they're viewed as loved and worthy of of God's mm-hmm. love and redemption. Mm-hmm. But if anything, who wouldn't be considered healthy by I know when they say by church leaders they're thinking of those with like the Pharisee type mindset. I, 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 I would our leaders have that mindset. I know, I know but I'm talking about just yeah. what they're asking for by that definition, I wouldn't be considered healthy. There would be oh plenty. by the Pharisees' definition, yeah, of course be not. Plenty of times that I wouldn't, and so there's where I would go and say rather than um, look at somebody else who might not. I know people in our church who are not healthy. Okay, they're they're sure. grieving, they're struggling, they're going through things, and it, I look it gives me an opportunity to love on them. But exactly. who wouldn't the Pharisee type people think? I go and say me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you're a heathen to them. (laughs) I am, absolutely. No, I think you're right. You know, but the funny part is... And it's because I go and spend time with the broken people and things like that. They'd be like, what are you doing? Well, if we're being really honest and we say... When this says, you know, who wouldn't be considered healthy by church leaders... Uh, if we're talking about the Pharisee standards, uh, Jesus wasn't considered mm-hmm. healthy. So, exactly. but but I think when we look at today too, though, like church leaders also should have been put in quotes there too, because I think it depends on the 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 group mm-hmm. of people, right? Because all of Jesus' followers are the church, right? Mm-hmm. So when you say the church leaders, let's break that down to the shepherds and each. We'll call it a location, right? The teacher mm-hmm. at each location or the the pastors that give love, the small group leaders, the people that are put in a role to guide others. Yes. And I think the honest answer is it really depends on the the place. Yes. Because you go to the, you go to our church that we attend, and and I and I know there are people in there that are you know there are going to be some that might have an old school mindset or whatever. But any of them that that I've heard that voice that genuinely desire to love, uh, and it seems like they're open if they hear something that could change like mm-hmm. oh I never considered that perspective you know what I mean like I feel like it's a safe environment yeah. now I've been to other places like I love Radiant and Kalamazoo right we mm-hmm. sometimes watch them still on Sundays not only is their worship banging the teaching strong but the people there seem to show love heck when we visited Michigan uh, 
they knew us by name, the the leadership, and I had never met them when I attended 4,000 people there, okay? But when we sat down, I was like, oh, the connection on social media, they actually paid attention. They knew who we were. Mm -hmm. So that was awesome. Um, Brad and Karen's church, Northbridge, that a very old school church. But the heart of the people there is that of love, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I think... It, it depends on the place you go. Don't always let the, for those of you listening and watching, don't let the rapper of the church make you think that everybody there's, you know, going to judge you or whatever. And and if you if you walk into a church building and you feel like you're looked at like a leper, uh, for those of you that don't know this, people with gross skin diseases, you don't really see that anymore. But if you, if you feel like, you know, it's not a, a, a loving, welcoming environment where it's safe to ask questions and grow and learn, then it's probably the wrong place to be. Yes. And that's why there's a bazillion different places. And, and good news, none of them have it all perfect and right, and they're all, we're all trying filled, to... It's filled with people. Yeah, we're all just you trying to figure out... You want a perfect church, go to one that doesn't have anybody in it. <laughs> you, want a, <laughs> you want a perfect church, yeah. <laughs> Wait till we're dead. <laughs> I mean... Exactly. Yeah, not, yeah, we'd both be considered unhealthy by the Pharisees, but the reality is we'd both be considered unhealthy by some churches that are, you know, small churches local. I think that's the Especially beauty Especially before we got married. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the beauty of what Jesus said, though, in those words, right? I, It's, it's not the healthy that need a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the beauty of it is once we recognize, look, there are some areas in my life where I need to grow in knowledge and understanding and acceptance of what God says, everything he tells us isn't always going to feel good or be popular. No. But everything he tells us is going to be good. And see, I would take all of this and I would challenge us to ask, are we healthy? Because if we're saying we're healthy, then we're saying we don't need Jesus. Well, no, well, maybe. I don't know. What what do you mean? Because we're all short of perfection. We all still have some area of sin. We need him. And so... Yeah, but like you can be healthy and still have opportunity for growth, right? Like, like, because if we think of it that way too, though... Jesus restores us, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we're perfect, but you can be healthy and still growing. That's like, uh, let's say you've, you've hit your fitness goals, mm-hmm. right? And you're physically fit and you don't go, well, I'm going to stop working out because now I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. Like you are healthy, but that doesn't mean you can't grow. True. doesn't mean that you can't learn new ways to, to make your body feel better. Mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean though that you're unhealthy, right? Mm-hmm. I think... I would say the same can happen with spirituality. You can be spiritually healthy, but understand that the only reason you are is by the grace of mm-hmm. God. So yes. that's what I would say. That, this is my my opinion. And that and I think that's that's better said than oh, what okay. it's it's what I was trying to say, but you said it way better. So because good, I get to be right for <laughs> once in our marriage. My my <laughs> concern and my my what I see happen. And breaks my heart is when people get comfortable and they stop going to Jesus because they're, oh, I got this all under control now. He's fixed it. He's healed me. And then they stop praying. And then they start doing it. Exactly. And then they start doing their own. And then they're like, oh, well, where'd you go? And like, you stopped going to the doctor. Yeah. You stopped doing your checkups. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what I mean is let's let us constantly reevaluate our own health Mm. and our own need. Yeah. Especially before we look at somebody else. And yeah. that's the one thing that is everything here focused on the people around you, focused on the others. Ask yourself this first. Yeah. 
and and it's okay to ask others like when you've got someone who actually loves you right mm-hmm. like we're married we love each other but like you know because of that we will talk about things mm-hmm. right like hey the, you know what's going on with this or what's going on with that or you seem a little off like mm-hmm. i think it's important to have someone in your life that also helps Absolutely. check in in those areas and because sometimes we're not going to see those areas where we start getting quote unquote unhealthy um, in our in our walk with God, right? So, uh, if you don't have somebody in your world like that, get you know get a friend to go on this journey with you mm-hmm. and check in with each other regularly. I know, like Mike Phillips and I, we do the show on Fridays, mm-hmm. but we don't talk about the show ahead of time because we want it to be an authentic conversation, just like with us. But you know, we'll check in during the week, like how's how you doing? How's your week going? Anything mm-hmm. I can pray for? Stuff like that. So. I think that also helps keep our spiritual health up, you know, get in the word every day and make sure you've got people around you that, you know. If I were to go a couple of days and not have my morning devotional time, have my time with God in the morning, I would fall apart. I see it of the difference on the days where I do and the days I don't or I'm rushing through it. There's a definite difference there. And so it's important that we are healthy and, but, by healthy means our relationship with Christ is right. Yeah. It's kind of like when we went to California, babe. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we were in the hotel. At home, we've got our uh, Amazon devices, who I won't say by name so that it doesn't kabunk. But uh, but like, you know, during the day, like there's worship music playing and stuff in the background. And some of you might be like, oh my gosh, they're those kind of people. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's not old crappy like <laughs> hymns. They're not crappy. I shouldn't say that. It's not boring old... To some people, they're not born. It's not hymnals, it's, <laughs> but it's just good music, uplifting music. But it's praise God music. Yeah, and when, but when we were at the hotel, that wasn't playing during mm-hmm. the day or during the evening, mm-hmm. and it was like we both noticed a difference in our just the demeanor and the heaviness. Yeah, just uh, wasn't the, as, the weight of carrying oof. everything we had to get done that week. It felt heavier. Yeah. Until I finally turned it, I'm like, I need this, and I turned it on. Yep, and it was great. It was like an instant mood shift. Exactly. So. That's pretty awesome. That that's but that's part of your spiritual health too, right? It's like part it's of every PJ's aspect. Going pro. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Every aspect of our lives, right? Like, wh- wh- how are we? How are we making sure that we're walking with God, not just expecting Him to walk along with us? And that's He says He's here to help us. Okay, He says I'm here to help the sick. So, in acknowledging. That we are weak and acknowledging that we're sick in an area and acknowledging that I can't do this without you. Jesus is saying, okay, I'm here. Just that requires us to accept his expertise as the leader. Yes. Right? And there's I, a humility and a submission that needs to come and because it's a trust in him. And I was having a conversation with someone just this week and they're like, well, how do you overcome these periods of, of doubt where you're not trusting? And, I'm, and I had to tell her, I was like, I don't know. Because it's all or nothing. And I don't think that's a place many people get to. No, At I least I've, I've, from what I've understood. No, there's... I, yeah. I, and I think... Uh, and, and it's... Listen. Everybody's going to be in a different spot in their journey, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I would say there's that... That's a, a difference. That's one of the big differences between having a mindset of, God, I want to walk with you, which means I'm going to let you lead. Mm-hmm. Or, God, I want you to walk with me, which yes. means I'm going to lead and I'll call on you when I need you. <laughs> and there's a, that's a big difference mm-hmm. in the outcome, right? Yes. Because if I'm saying, God, I want you to walk with me, 
and I've got the mindset that I'm leading the way and I'm going to call on God when I need him, God's going to allow me to go my direction because he gave us free will. But wouldn't the best direction to be to go with the person who was the architect of the whole thing to quote Inception since we just watched it last night? Wouldn't the best direction through the maze to be to follow the one that made the maze? It's like when... Um... God was leading Moses in the... Uh, or sorry, I think it was made in and Joshua. Was, okay. But they said, um, do not send me where you're not. And said, God, you need to be with me on this or I'm not going. And I, I can't remember if it, was God, if it was Moses or Joshua, but I remember this conversation. And part of the reason I remember is because that's one of those things that I'm just like, if you're not there, I don't want it. No, and that's good. if you're not there before me, I'm not going. Yeah, and a whole nother show wrestling <laughs> with the omnipresence of God since he's always there. Yes. But meaning if but but the meaning of that is like God, if you're not putting your blessing on me going this direction, right? If if you don't think I should go this way, then don't send me there. And to tie it back to the question, if I'm not talking to my doctor first. Yeah. Then you're not making the right health decisions in the first place. Exactly. Doc, should I eat keto? No, eat pizza. Is I not what he's going to say. I love the doctor to say that. Right? I'm like, don't eat. Key. No, you can have that donut. Oh, that, that's yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get a bunch of comments about you know keto's unhealthy. Yeah, no, that was just a reference, not <laughs> reality. Listen, thank you guys uh, for tuning in with us. We appreciate you just being part of the conversation we're having, and hopefully, it caused you to have questions that will make you get in your Bible and ask the Holy Spirit, to reveal answers to those questions yourself. And know this, friends, uh, even if you end up with more questions than answers, you're still heading the right direction if you're going to God for the answers. Yes. Even if he doesn't give them to you right away, or even if he just gives you more questions, just know that's the right direction to be walking. Thank you for jumping in with us. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh, if you want some free downloadable resources like a great devotional for couples to do or great for a small group, you can head over to jesusway.xyz, right? Not .com, jesusway.xyz, and there are free resources there for you to download. You can also listen to the show on your favorite uh, audio podcasting network if you're watching on video, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, it's there. Uh, and if you're listening on that, but you want to watch because you want to see the goofy faces that I make in my life <laughs> when I do silly accents, uh, you can head over to uh, youtube.com forward slash Jesus way and uh, you can see it there. Listen, uh, thanks again for tuning in. Go make the rest of your day and hopefully someone else's amazing.